So, uh, I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots vs. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> we didn't fall for the same mistake we did last time where we did a 40 minute intro. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Uh, sometimes you gotta leave them hanging. Then by the uh, thirty minute mark, they're like, "Who the hell are these guys?" <laughs> and that's when you drop it on them, you know. So call Mister Plow. That's my <laughs> name. That name again is Boo Boo Boo. All right. Uh, yeah. So it really has been a long week, everyone. Um, but uh, thankfully, we're back at another uh, session. Yeah. Of uh, robots versus taxes, but yeah. this world, man, whoo! Yeah, this world. We turn around for like a few days, and Jesus Christ! Oh, like where do you even, where do you even begin? Yeah, um, <laughs> the world, like you feed it after midnight, it just turns into a gremlin the next day. Seriously, jeez. Um, um, let's let's start with, um, I mean, if we're gonna go taxes, as we do at the beginning, yeah. Of every show, let's really go taxes. Um, We're going to do another run through the jungle? Uh, a run through the jungle, but, you know, perhaps starting at a slow... Uh, ease into it? A slow ease into it, just because yeah. I feel like uh, one subject in particular probably deserves a little more uh, attention. Um, in Houston, Texas, uh, they're going through such a calamity right now uh, yep. because of Hurricane uh, Henry, is it? Uh, Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Okay. They choose such generic names sometimes yeah, that know. it's easy to like get them across up. But uh, Hurricane Harvey uh, strengthened it into a Category 4 just before landfall and then essentially just parked over Houston, Texas and just drenched them for like days. God damn, like really badly. Like they got so much water. It's, it's uh, entire townships have been just wiped away. Um, it's it's very eerily uh, reminiscent of Hurricane Katrina uh, and how devastating uh, that storm was. Um, and so the, the people of Houston, Texas are suffering really badly right now. Uh, listeners, if you um, if you have family down there, I'm sure you're m more than adequately uh, aware of what's going on. If you don't have family down there, any sort of close connection, um, just you know, open your eyes for a second. Take a look around at what's going on. The, situ the situation is really desperate. If you can donate anything, if you can send it down there, just contact the American Red Cross or any number of local organizations. That yeah, are, I've got a couple here. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, Pablo will uh, let you know. Yeah, it's uh, uh, contact the Houston Food Bank, uh, the Food Bank of Corpus Christi, and the Houston Humane Society. For uh, for any kind of donations for the relief funds, for uh, you know uh, the people, the good people down in Houston because they need it. Yeah, they right need, now they need it really, really bad. Um, so you know our heart, our hearts are with you. Um, uh, we're thinking about you guys. We're hoping, we're hoping to God that this government and all of its components do not fail you as they have failed uh, other people uh, during past catastrophes. Um, and we're keeping an eye out uh, to make sure that uh, they get called out when they slip up. So, yeah. um, and speaking of slip ups. <laughs> oh man, um, I, I don't know which, which way you're headed with this one because it's like I'm 
It's <laughs> like the million tales of Trump. Yes. It's like you pull any one of them, it's just going to go, you know. <laughs> Whichever. You take a guess which one. Uh, is it is it Arpaio? Uh-huh. And you pull any one of them, it'll kick you in the face. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, fuck, man. Like, I, I didn't want to bring up the fact that, like... Um, that Trump, like his his reaction to the whole Houston situation, is kind of like repugnant. But at the same time, it, like we can't not bring up the fact that he, uh, you know, he went on Mike and told you know the press that uh, he did it for the ratings. He did it for the ratings, y'all. And I'm amazed that um, it didn't get as much coverage. Um, I guess because like the whole, like the 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 news about like how people are uh, coping with the disaster takes precedence over it. But mm-hmm. like I thought that was one of the most disgusting things I'd ever heard. That he was just like, you know, uh, I wanted to make sure that my pardoning of Joe Arpaio, Sheriff Joe Arpaio, uh, made it before uh, you know the landfall of Hurricane Harvey because you know uh, the ratings. I knew the ratings would be through the roof. Or, or something to to that effect. He still thinks he's on a goddamn show. Yeah. Like that. I mean, if that doesn't crystallize it for you. Uh, and uh, when he went down there to the, uh, to the to visit the people of Houston, he had the nerve to say like, "It's like, wow, what a crowd, you know." Yeah, I know. Thanks right? for cut. Like, you know. Thanks for coming out, despite the fact that you know, y'all are <laughs> suffering. Like we don't. Kind of, we kind of don't have a choice but to be here. Like, we're not here j- to see your ass. You yeah, know, it's I know. like help us. Like, yeah. you're supposed to be the guy. Yeah. You know, um, what a piece of shit. Like, but I, he's he's out there wearing his hats and you know making sure that he keeps on brand. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, he he pardoned Sheriff Joe, and you know for those who. Who don't know, uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio was an infamous um, uh, Phoenix, Arizona sheriff that, um, uh, you know, infamously targeted Latino people and throwing them in jail and making sure that um, uh, that he ignored, um, you know, federal judges telling him not to do that, despite the fact that it was blatant discrimination. Mm. And, you know... um, you know, uh, this is just another signal uh, Trump is throwing to his bra- to his his base, mm-hmm. the uh, the white supremacists, um, because you know he doesn't he doesn't want to let them down, and it's like, all right, like uh, he uh, I don't think Trump understands that we see him, we see what he's doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the only problem that I'm starting to come to grips with is that um like it wasn't it wasn't like uh it was totally it was like he he, he's showing all his cards basically he did it for the ratings um he also i think he the another reason why he did it is because he knows that people are going to be concentrating too hard on houston in order in order to like not do anything or not speak up about the injustice Without of, a doubt. of yeah of the of the pardoning and why he did it and the whole like 
this whole normalization of being Trump and doing awful things. Mm. Like he's try I think he what he's doing is interesting in that it's almost like it's normalizing because I feel like people should be pouring out into the streets and like, you know, protesting day in, day out. But the White House should be surrounded. Like yeah. we should be doing what they did in uh South Korea um last year or the year before that when they just felt that their government was completely riddled with corruption as well as their uh, their president and there are some really great pictures online of them just completely jam packing the streets for miles just like get out you will get the fuck out and they won they yeah. got him out you know um, so that's what we need to do we need to surround the White House and just uh, call for this guy to just leave yeah. and not, not just Washington but Preferably the country like yeah, <laughs> he needs he, he needs to be exiled. He's he's such a he's such a monster um, And he, he needs to take Pence with him. Yeah um, I'm all down for like a new election and listen like and I, and I mean a real election Yeah, I have certain candidates that I hope will make it in but like even the Republicans like you saw the monster that you released get somebody even worth a quarter of a shit to at least step up and show that uh, being in government, no matter how uh, susceptible to corruption it can be, at least put somebody up who is uh, competent. You right. know, this guy is complete. He's a complete loose guy. I've never seen a case of more egregious um, of a, of somebody more inappropriate for a job than Donald Trump in the presidency, and I'm. And that includes stories I've seen of like <laughs> doctors who aren't licensed, <laughs> yeah. you know, like uh, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons, you know, <laughs> Dr. Nick Riviera. Yeah, I think oh, I, th come on. I think he, I think he's more qualified for yes. what he was doing. Yes, absolutely. You know, than Trump is for the presidency, yeah. you know, I mean, he can't sell a juicer worth a damn, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's whisper quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is an inside Simpsons joke, but <laughs> anyway, like just getting back to the awfulness of like the day to day, right? So we have we basically are seeing hypocrisy all around, right? So um, with um, with uh, this whole hurricane situation, you know, it's hard to ignore the fact that um, uh, what's his name, fuckface serial killer looking dude, Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ted Cruz, uh, had, uh, uh, infamously, um, cut, uh, federal funding to going towards, uh, Hurricane Sandy relief. Oh, that's right. Um, and, uh, now, you know, people are calling him out on it mm -hmm. live on TV and he's like, well, there's no political sniping and, uh, <laughs> you know, let's do it, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's just, it's interesting to see, uh, these little fables of hypocrisy going on because this is, that's what they are. This is like, uh, you know, little Ted Cruz cut relief for, f for funding uh, for Hurricane Sandy relief. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Houston, Texas gets hit and he's all like, please help us. <sighs> and it's like, um, it's like, where were you really? You know, where were you when, when people over here on this side were drowning and mm -hmm. like needed help? 
you know, and, uh, you know, he's, he's being a hypocrite and, uh, he's being called out on it. And also, uh, televangelists, um, Oh, uh, Joel, Joel Austin. Yeah. Yeah. A tale of two televangelists, because there's one televangelist that says that if Trump were to be impeached, uh, that it would spark a civil war. Mm, mm. Uh, I forget who he was, but I'm certain you can Google this piece of shit. Um, and I believe then his name was um, uh, Churchy oh. Mexerote, <laughs> pendejo piece of shit. Um, but yeah, uh, Joel. And then, of course, uh, Joel Austin, who is, uh, whew, man, the... Uh, that guy might be, might be the whitest man uh to come since um mike pence he is (laughs) you know i i don't even want to pay uh, to i'm sorry i don't even want to draw attention to to that because you know i mean we'll get silly but we'll get silly later but he you know he he runs a mega church down there and he stadium size church that can seat like sixteen thousand people yeah um it's like a football stadium it really is it's massive and i've um i've actually listened to some of his sermons before and he is accused often of uh preaching like uh what's it called like prosperity um he's like a prosperity preacher or something along those lines your hearts and your wallets yeah um yeah basically like his sermons are all about like if you're good then you'll get stuff you know it's like all right well you know, that's not really what faith is necessarily about. But there have been some some interpretations of the scripture that he has put out there, which I find thoughtful, to tell you the truth. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, there is there is that whole angle of, you know, like, you know, give us a few bucks and we'll send you this inspirational DVD or something like that. But... There, he has a certain way with words that make him compelling, and I can understand why some people are drawn to him. I am not going to contribute a dime to his. <laughs> you know, he lives in a like a ten point five million home. Yeah, million it looks like it right? has like more bathrooms than a human being would could possibly need if they ever needed a bathroom close to them. It's got like six bathrooms. Yeah, like he, you know, um. So the guy's doing fine, you know, um, and he wouldn't open his uh, his mega church uh, to shelter people at first because he was saying, you know, oh, it's it's flooded. It's difficult for people to get there. And then people who happened to live nearby walked right the fuck up to it. And they were just like, oh, yes, look how flooded it is. And they were literally like snapping sp- pictures. Of like- <laughs> they were splashing through like one centimeter of water and it's like. It's just like, oh, how will we ever get through, you know? Yeah. And they were... Didn't they also take pictures of, like, staff members yes. <laughs> going to work? It's like, it's flooded. Yeah, it's right. Like, there were people in there, like, working. It's like, yeah. wow, this is horrible. And so he was finally, like, um, shamed into... Publicly shamed. Publicly shamed. And it's just like, this is... It's not a good look for you, buddy. Um Will you recover? Who knows? Do you care? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I like uh, I have a big problem with people like him, people who use faith uh, to make a buck. It's mm. to me, it's um, the definition. It, it's basically uh, 
I think it was the New York Times that described it as like a mirror image of Trump mm. uh, because Trump is like a snake oil salesman under the guise of an outsider who's really trying to help the country, mm. despite the fact that he's only doing it for himself. Um, and Joel Osteen is the same. Uh, he's a person uh, professing the ho- this whole philosophy of like, if you do right by God, God will do right by you. It's I'm like that's, and then he he lives in his million dollar home in the building these giant mega churches, wearing thousand uh, dollar suits, uh, with you know diamond encrusted crosses on. Like he looks like a fucking huckster, mm. you know, and um, and I every time I see people like that. Like he's just another uh, another Jerry Falwell, or like mm. uh, you know he's just one of these phony baloney pieces of shit. Uh, what's that other guy who has the seven hundred club, who said that the the Dominicans had it coming when it came to well when Haiti had it coming for the earthquake. Oh God, that's right. I forget his name, but he looks like a fucking like a melting Keebler elf. Oh. Um, these are people who are uh, using faith and religion uh, as a means to further an agenda, whether it's personal greed or uh, uh, or an agenda of, you know, secret hatred towards other people. And it, it enrages me because, it, like, if Jesus actually came down and actually, you know, saw what these people were actually doing, he would throw up in his mouth. Like, he'd be like, bleh, bleh, you know, one well, of those. Well, Jesus, uh, according to Scripture, was not one was not one to be against uh, showing outrage uh, for yeah. people <laughs> uh, desecrating what is supposed to be like Tony uh, Job needed yeah, face. I could. <laughs> somebody's going to catch the only sandal, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to the chest when he comes back. Like, I want to yeah. be there for that. Yeah, yeah, but so. Um, so yeah, I'm just like you know, it, it's it's sickening, you know, it's sickening to see uh, people under the guise of faith, especially televangelists. I I feel like people who follow the evangelical faith are being duped um, by all these corrupt cretins who would manipulate their uh, faith into zealotry, mm. into blind faith, and just luring them over the cliff. Um, but you know, uh, he, uh, Joel Austin was public, sh- public ashamed. And now, uh, you know, I, I'm assuming the, the way he sees it is that people are these, uh, the unclean are soiling his mega church and that it's going to take years to get those stains out, you know, as opposed to, you know, doing the godly thing and helping out his fellow man. But exactly. He, he might be Palpatine <laughs> because he presents himself with such a like squeaky clean. He is like, so, you know, he has a fucking underground it, sex dungeon. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's got <laughs> there is there is a line of dirt <laughs> that man is hiding that I I'm not even sure I even want to know. Yeah. You know, he could be fucking sheep, you know, just all night long. And, yeah. you know, comes out I'm like, yes, please, I'll send you this DVD. But. <laughs> But he, there's something about like the squeaky cleanness of him. Um, his hair is always quaffed a certain Perfectly way. Perfectly quaffed hair. 
um like his like his skin i don't i don't know if he uses i don't know what he uses but it's always like just bright as fuck like yeah he like, looks like a wax figure he of really joel austin yeah <laughs> <laughs> he really does and i just feel like at any moment like there's gonna be a recording that comes out he didn't know the camera was on or some uh audio uh recording device was on as soon as the camera's guy is just like oh god i hate being on tv execute order 54 <laughs> what's order 54 I want puppy sushi. It's like, oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Make sure it's the cutest Labrador retriever. <laughs> Make sure it's a Labradoodle. <laughs> Fuck. It's just like, that is nuts. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, you know... Um, there's um there's also this threat of an ongoing uh, chemical fire that's going on in one of their in one of the factories a few miles away from Houston. Well, uh, yeah, a chemical plant just blew up this morning. Fuck. It was um <laughs> shit. Ra- uh, Rachel Maddow. Whoa. Rachel Maddow did a uh, an amazing uh, segment on it. Um, there was a a piece of video. Uh, where father and his daughter were like nearby and they saw that there were flames coming out of this chemical plant and then it just blew the fuck up and you can tell like the uh the concussive force and the sound overwhelmed them for a moment because like they ducked down i think they were in a car or something like that and you hear the father say to his daughter like you okay you okay and she's like i can't hear i can't hear you know like holy fuck like i think for for a moment she probably like her ears were just ringing to the point she couldn't hear anything um oh, but but the, the 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 explosion that they caught in the in the recording you could it, it looked like somebody dropped um some sort of uh military level weapon on the area cuz it left a 90 foot crater fuck's sake at serious that, yes at that point at, at that point and what they in, in the investigations are still ongoing but the information that they have right now is that um shit i forget the name of the chemical it's it's a common chemical associated with processing fertilizer um, oh shit yeah so and it's like highly volatile it's right? super highly volatile volatile and uh they were storing it in wooden bins in a wooden structure. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they? Was it built by matches? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> I think I think there was a fireworks factory right next door. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, I the, I think I'm not sure. I think the name of the company is Acme. Acme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know them. They build the anvils. <laughs> But so this explosion happened. And the thing is, uh, and again, brilliant segment by Rachel Maddow, um, is that there is no there is no uh, uh, strictly enforced building ordinance uh, in Texas. So you can basically put any building anywhere. So this building was not too far from like residential areas schools and stuff like that and also there is no um universal uh fire code 
across Texas as well. So why not? I I don't fucking know. Like some some legislator got uh, got his palm greased by some by the fire lobby by the fire <laughs> lobby or some shit like that because big fire needs big fire is just like yeah we should there should be more fire you know <laughs> but it was just a powder literally like a powder cake waiting to happen. Jeez. Um, so yeah, I mean it just sort of exposes like the ineptitude of the. Republican leadership uh, down in Texas and how they're reaping what they sow. Like this didn't have to happen. They, there are other places that process th- these chemicals and um, at least have some measures in place to minimize, if not prevent, this sort of occurrence. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I like that's while the explosions are happening here. There's also explosions happening. Like, across the pond, I guess, with uh, North Korea firing off another missile, right? Yeah, North Korea. They, um... The pissing match continues. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with them? Jesus Christ, man. They they recently shot a missile over northern Japan. And uh, it, it landed in the sea. It was basically a show of force. Um... So essentially now they're just uh, I mean, they they said um, earlier in the month that like, oh, well, if uh, the United States is going to start some shit with us, we will fire uh, something at or near Guam. Um, And I think both sides started to try to stand down a little bit. But, you know, you know how Trump is like he popped so much shit. Yeah, of course not. Of course, so much shit. So North Korea felt like at some they had to do something at at a certain point. So this is what they did. Um, So essentially saying, like, look, America, this is what we did. Japan's your ally. What are you going to do about it? So here we are. We're dealing with this catastrophe in Houston. Um, The president is worried about ratings. Yeah. And now this shit comes up. It's like I'm kind of wondering like could it get any worse? Yeah, it's it, it like I said, it's like um I'm definitely feeling like some Winston Zedmore Zedmore like vibes from this and being like are these the end times, you know? Um <laughs> but uh all we need is like a tanker full of anthrax yeah. to like Cap, oh. capsize off of California like you know everybody stay indoors you know put duct tape on your windows or some <laughs> shit you know? uh, like I and what's what's uh, what's got me thinking is that these are presidential level shit right mm-hmm. um, Barack Obama of course had uh, his uh, Hurricane Katrina moment um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Fuck, it's been oh, a long time. You, you fell into that as yeah. well. You know, a bunch of like ultra right wingers have been saying like, "Yeah, where was President Obama during Katrina?" It's just like he wasn't president. He wasn't president. <laughs> I've been reading. But, I've been reading you know too he, many. I've been scanning was, too many headlines <laughs> and like reading that bull, that bullshit that they 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 blamed Barack Obama for that. But he uh, still so went like, down there. Obama. Yeah, I know. He still went down there. Um, <laughs> No, of course, that was uh, George W. Bush, and he spectacularly failed. And um, But he failed in that way that you could still pass a grade. <laughs> like, he yeah. got a D. <laughs> he got a D, but he squeaked by. Um, and now uh, Donald Trump is up to bat, and I'm wondering how colossally he's going to fuck up this 
the whole relief fund, uh, the is, whole the whole relief effort, to uh, rather uh, to um, to get uh, parts of Texas, especially Houston, back on its feet. And now uh, we have another. We're staring down the barrel of another hurricane, Hurricane mm-hmm. Irma, Irma, like making its way towards the eastern seaboard, um, while uh, North Korea is just like popping off, being like, "Hey man, see what we did? Uh, <laughs> we just, fucked up your couch." Ah, oh, we, we spilled wine on your, you know, you know, three thousand uh, thread count sheets, bitch. You know, <laughs> um, and they said it just like that, which yeah. was surprising coming out of like the uh, <laughs> the uh, Korean, like the, the North Korean ambassador. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> you know, you're at the UN, right? It's just like, <laughs> oh, take that, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't watch it too much. Uh, they've been taking Chappelle's show way too seriously. <laughs> um, well, they just got it over there, so <laughs> you know, it's just like oh, this the, the fucking Flintstones. It's uh, fucked up, but I mean, it's you know, it's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so Hurricane Irma. Hurricane Irma. It's supposed to strengthen, to, if it hasn't already, to the point of a hurricane. Yeah. Uh, it's going to barrel through the Caribbean uh, okay. over the next few hours to the next day or something like that. And we'll see We'll see where that goes. I mean, I feel like the karma of this past year to 18 months, especially with people just screaming to high heavens that you know uh climate change isn't real global warming isn't real it's like nature's been like look um <laughs> you all have been peeing in my wine glass and it's time to pay you know it's like, <laughs> and we may get royally shafted like yeah. royally shafted i mean I mean, I, I, at this point, I, I feel like we could ha- actually have a Sharknado. Yeah. For all we know, you know, it's like, <laughs> like fucking Mother Nature is gonna royally hurricane kick us into mm-hmm. the Stone Age. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, then you know, coming back over to like American politics just for a, a, a little bit. Um, so. Um, Trump is going to overturn. No, there's no doubt in my mind he's going to overturn uh, the DACA program, mm. which uh, employs 600,000 uh, immigrants, uh, provides them with jobs in order to provide uh, them citizenship, mm-hmm. uh, like they're working towards citizenship, and as well as like you know, uh, holding steady jobs. And it's so far it's in a it's a beneficial program. Uh, and uh, he's going to overturn it, which means that he's going to throw 600,000 immigrants out of the job and possibly make them susceptible to being picked up by ICE. Mm. This is just another one of his, like, you know, fucking uh, anti-immigration, anti-Latino uh, strategies because um, he's fucking racist. Yeah. Uh, he's a racist piece of shit. Um, and uh, what else is going What else is happening? Oh, yeah. Um they also um, uh, threw out the measure. They did the the transgender military ban. <laughs> it, that that's that's moving ahead, and also the whole equal pay thing. That you know everybody was like, 
uh, Ivanka Trump, she'll she'll talk some sense into into her dad. No, she doesn't give a fuck. She really doesn't. Um, just it's a- it's just part of her brand. She she wears feminism like Chanel number no. five, whatever the fuck. I don't know. She wears it like she wears pearl earrings or whatever. Where the the fuck uh, rich people do or whatever they the fuck they wear. Um, but I mean, it's all just. It's all just fucking. It's all window dressing. I'm so tired of fucking. I know. <laughs> I yeah, like, I know. It's so, so, Dude. It's so painful. It's just like enough of this shit. Would something, would something fucking come along and just, and just end this shit? Like, enough. Man, you sent me that fucking Sean King thing with Mark Ruffalo, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm so tired of liking Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Folks, in case you don't, uh, if you don't know who Mark Ruffalo is, um, he is uh, an established actor. Um, right now, at least for the context of this show, uh, he plays uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. And if you go back a few years, like in the early 90s, you could see his dick like in every other indie movie. <laughs> um <laughs> But whatever. So, um, <laughs> and following on that, um, uh, Pablo's uh, wife has a serious crush on this guy. So anytime he appears anyway, anyway. No, I have to fight him. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck if he can sh- change his shape. <laughs> I will fight him. <laughs> hey, listen. He's always angry. Yeah, you better be careful. He is, to he is always angry. <laughs> but, uh, ah, but it hurts to like him, though. <laughs> um, he's a good guy. Come yeah. On. I saw him, like, I saw him at the protest. Uh, Against uh, uh, the whole uh, anti-immigration, like, I'm sorry, the anti-racist march uh, that he did in front of Trump Tower Mm. and um, with Rosario Dawson. Um, Rosario Dawson. Oh, yeah. Who's also in the Defenders. And speaking of the Defenders. Doing a lot of segues in this one. Shall we? Shall we segue? Yeah, yeah. We shall. We shall definitely. Um, so, defenders, um, you had your thoughts on it. You saw the whole. I'm assuming you saw the whole. Yeah, I the saw whole, the whole thing. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. And I got to say, like, I, I really, really dug it. I got this sense of there. There's this distinct feeling of how, what kind of team they are, or. You know, uh, or they were. Uh, there might be some spoilers, so you know, uh, yeah. just suck it up. Yeah, uh, just watch some Netflix. Will <laughs> yeah, you? Just, just binge it right now, <laughs> and then you can listen to the rest yeah, of this. Yeah. But, but don't stop listening to us. Right. Just binge it while you're wa- while you're listening to exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We are the unofficial uh, series commentary. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I thought the series was great. I thought the feel of the way the characters work together, establish them as this team uh, to work f- to work against a problem that not, uh, any one of them couldn't take on by themselves. So they're the they're like the urban Avengers, you know. Yeah. Um, but they still kept their own distinct feeling. It's not like, oh, okay, we're just the Avengers on a smaller budget. It's like yeah. now we're just our own team. Um, I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> Danny Rand is just a straight up punk. Yeah. Like he I mean we we talked about it a little bit last <laughs> week where we were just like fuck it Danny Rand. It's just every other scene like 
he's always just like I'm the immortal Iron Fist, and then proceeds to take an L. <laughs> the yeah. very next sentence yeah. is just like, it's like, dude, what's the sense in you having this glowing hand that can, you know, punch through walls? Punch through walls. Uh, I, I'm sure you could do very well for yourself if you went to Coney Island and played some of those like. <laughs> Punching no, games, no, the, punch, the punching bag. Yeah, game. you know, you could do quite well. But other than that, like, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you're that you're any good. They just they kind of made you into a herb, which, um, which is what you should be. Yeah. But everybody else was like pretty cool, and I dug it, and I dug the story. Um, I think I mean I'm I'm an even bigger Daredevil fan now because he oh, just Daredevil was actually let's. And I'll get to this later, but it was the one saving grace for me for the for the show. You think so? Yeah. Oh, tell me your thoughts on Defenders. Uh, I thought it was kind of boring. Um, and uh, yeah, I've ne- like. Here's the thing: is that I know that the Netflix Marvel shows are running on a limited budget, mm-hmm. and they're doing what they can with the with what they have, but like it. This is the first time I ever watched a Netflix Marvel show where it actually felt cheap. Really? Um, yeah, because uh, a lot of the a lot of the pacing felt like odd, and like there was there was an episode where um, Danny Rand fights uh, Elektra, and then he manages to go into another dimension and awakens in the the <laughs> bones of a of a dragon <laughs> and it's the the set looks like it was built by like it, it looks like it was uh, it was <laughs> like an extra from like a power rangers set you're right you're and right. i was like oh, come on guys you couldn't spring for like an actual like you're in dragon another skeleton yeah and well no but like a cg <laughs> dr- something to show that you're in this other universe or whatever um but yeah that there was that uh and uh i was i was just kind of like okay well and also (laughs) the 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 i i love sigourney weaver i love sigourney weaver yeah but i did not give a fuck about her (laughs) character you couldn't get me to give a fuck about her character you're so right you're so right (laughs) um oh she just like she brought so brought such gravitas to a nothing role. Um, she it it was basically just her standing, giving epic looks, and then going to a restaurant. Yeah, you know, and then doing the same thing, and then going to another restaurant. Yeah. Few words of dialogue. Wearing some fucking dope ass clothes, like mm-hmm. she can wear the shit at. Like she looks so demure. Yeah, that I'm just like, yeah, go Sigourney. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, the only villain I was actually threatened by um, was Madame Gao, who is oh. the most threatening little Chinese lady <laughs> I have ever seen on on screen. It kind of made me wonder, like, why she wasn't, like, the boss amongst these, like, you know, uh, old former uh what's the place they came from kunlun or something like kunlun, that yeah um because as much gravitas as sigourney weaver brought to her role like i 
she didn't demonstrate any sort of power, did she? Actually, there was this one moment where she did flip. Uh, I think she flipped Danny Rand over her shoulder. Oh. Um, yeah, well, maybe she just had, you know, some... Some uh, Maybe she went to Tiger Shulman's uh, <laughs> karate for like a few months and she managed to like master that move. You know? Oh, man, she's fucking she's Sigourney Weaver. She's been she's known she, that move she, ever she, since she, she was fucking born. That's true. <laughs> Actually, she yeah. flipped the doctor like who tried to slap. She's like, you stay away from my buns, bitch, or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, yeah. A little. Uh, what was it? What was her name? Madam. Madam Gao. Madam Gao. She, she certainly should have been like the big bad. Yeah. Of, uh, defenders, because she had that gravitas. Like nobody would have been able to uh, to fuck with her. But you know, maybe Hollywood deemed like, oh, we can't put this uh, little known Asian actress as the the big as bad. the as the main villain. Oh. Um, tell me, you weren't praying for Danny Rand's death, though. All the time. I was like, yeah, I was like, come on, let him bite it. Let him bite it. And then when it was, it looked like Daredevil was going to bite it, I was like, oh, come on. Gosh. Not him. Come on. Just, just somebody just kill off Danny Rand, right? Nobody's going to miss him. No, nobody, nobody's going to miss him. Plenty of Marvel characters. Plenty of, you know what? Don't even, don't even give him the dignity of uh, killing off the character. Just replace the actor with an Asian actor. Oh, yeah. Like, and don't explain it. And have him killed off screen or like <laughs> be like, uh, and Danny Rand returned to his home planet. Oh, man, that would be awesome. I would totally buy that. I would totally buy that. Um, but speaking of uh, Asian actors or at least Asian roles, I gotta, I gotta give a special oh, shout out. I to wanted to talk about this. Yes, yes, yes. Go, go. go. Ed Scrine. Yeah. Um, he is it Scrine or Scream? Um, I don't know. Sc okay. Scrine, Screen, yeah. uh, whichever one it is. Uh, major props to you. He was cast. Um, he was cast in a role in the new Hellboy reboot, and he was playing a character that is of Asian descent. And there was a outcry online. Uh, people saying it's like, oh, it's just more Hollywood whitewashing, this and the other. And to I, th I think the first time in the history of ever, um, <laughs> yeah, an actor yeah. fucking spoke up and said, you know what? I'm going to step down from this role because it's culturally insensitive for me to be cast in this role. Um, peace, you know, and I was like. My fucking jaw Way dropped. Way to go. Way to go. I almost thought it was a trick. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's know, how right? jaded I am at this point. And Could this be real? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he walked away. It's just like, oh, man. And, and I think the studio is like getting a clue as well. They're just like, you know, I, we understand that this is important and we're going to try to proceed like with more sensitivity now. So, um, yeah, major props to him. Like, whatever whatever the next project he joins, I'm just going to go see it just out of respect. I, and know, I, Scarlett I hope... Johansson was on the toilet taking a shit <laughs> reading the newspaper and was like, this motherfucker. It's like... He just makes me look bad. <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> on the toilet. Yeah. Just... <laughs> taking a Scar Joe. Let's put it that way. But... Uh, <laughs> 
like, it'll be a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Mark Ruffalo's like, I'm not dealing with this yeah, shit. Yeah, holy, that, but yeah. Even the Hulk won't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> Massive shits. <laughs> the but, Black Widow shits. Oh, goof. <laughs> Sounds like a band. <laughs> But uh, but what if she what if she saw what he did and she, she was just like, well, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, you know? exactly. Imagine exactly. Um, imagine. But I hope. But yeah, I hope props to that dude. Props, props, props. I hope more Hollywood actors see that example and see that it's okay and freaking right to to stand up and say, you know what? As as people who work within this industry, especially those of us with influence, um, we have a job to do in terms of. Uh, making the landscape more diverse you know yeah so yeah major major props to him um i know that the that um that uh, in terms of like the whole the whole diversity issue in hollywood is like is still like an ongoing battle mm-hmm. because i just recently read like this whole thing about um chloe bennett who works on uh agents of shield she's um sky uh-huh she talked about how she changed her name from Chloe Wang mm-hmm. to Chloe Bennett because she was like, I'm just going to be real. Hollywood is fucking racist. And, um, wow. And I'm never going to forget that I had like half my blood is Chinese and that's the way it's going to stay. And I'm very proud of that. And I was like, props, man, props. Right. Um, but I mean like, you know, it's th- this kind of like we're, we're just seeing more, more actors like step out and just be like, you know, uh, there's a serious issue going on and there needs to be some changes done. So speaking of like epic stuff, um, this past Sunday was the, uh, season finale of game of Thrones. Ah, yes. God, this season was so fucking good. Uneven for me. Like, what's wrong little... with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you, Mister Mister Critique Face? Like, yeah, I guess. I guess you know. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm. I'm just a little. I'm over here whacking off to like you know <laughs> great contact, and you're just like. Eh. I'm like your elbows hitting my sh- my shoulder. Would you stop? And I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Stop, I'm stop whacking off in my presence. It's like. I'm the guest in this house. You're supposed to accommodate me. <laughs> You're being rude. <laughs> Come on, man. We're in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, the, 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 you, you know, you've I've talked about this. It's like I've had a problem with some of the teleporting issues. Okay. Um especially with the episode where, you know, Gendry ran off at the speed of light and said to Raven and the Raven got to, (laughs) (laughs) got to fucking Daenerys and the Daenerys came back just in time. (laughs) Well, maybe to save everybody. It's like shit, man. Why don't you put some, maybe they used a broadband Raven. (laughs) Maybe the Raven was like from Fios or something. I don't know. They shot that Raven out of a fucking cannon. It was. (laughs) 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 Let's 
my favorite noise. <laughs> God, I'm just imagining this poor raven just being like, <laughs> all the feathers flying off. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. Like Daenerys is like, is that a fucking comet? And it's like, <laughs> boom! It just hits <laughs> the ground and explodes in a pile of black feathers. Oh, she god. catches like the the little note that it's got. Oh, the foot's still attached to the <laughs> note. Oh, jeez. They sent this raven at high priority. <laughs> DHL. <laughs> oh, jeez. DHL. Yeah, because back then they only had DHL. You know, I can I can almost believe that. Like, what if DHL is like you know, ancient or something like that? Anyway. Oh, so. Um, so yes, the teleporting issue and the sending of ravens. Right, but yeah, this this past episode was like had some moments where i was like oh fuck we finally saw the spoilers people we finally saw the great demise of little finger (laughs) dun 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 um he was a worthy opponent and somebody put him up a, a meme of like saying that plays the game so hard uh, a hacker had to bring him down. <laughs> a hacker with all the codes had to bring him down. <laughs> this is true. Fucking Bran Stark was just like had to gain the power of ultra knowledge in order to bring down Littlefinger. For real. For real. Up until yeah. then, it looked like fucking Sansa was going to like off her sister. Yeah, but was uh, gonna off Arya. I don't. There was a moment when Arya walked into the room, and I'm just like, oh. I have a feeling Arya might gain a whole new wardrobe of faces yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> she's gonna walk out of there with so many like white. Oh, men with faces. the soldiers, with the soldiers all around her. Oh yeah, I thought she was like gonna pull some shit, uh, but then the old like change of room. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just I just all like I I had to stand up and clap at that moment. I was yeah. just like, because the look on uh, Littlefinger's face, he was just like, oh, yeah. I didn't plan for this. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And he was begging for his life. And then I've never gotten such pleasure. It's this this show has made me a little sadistic. Like I've never gotten such pleasure out of hearing someone beg for their life. You were always the sadistic. Yeah. At least, at least this latest job of yours has made you. sadistic. Yeah, true. That's, that's also true. (laughs) Fuck. Um, Pavo slaughters chickens for, uh, for a living. <laughs> That's true. Like he doesn't even do it like in a humane way. He just grabs them by the neck and just spins them around until the body snaps <laughs> off. <laughs> we call that one the Tijuana Twister. Um. And so anyway, Arya had to come over, had to come over and give Littlefinger a um, a stark bow tie, as I like to call it. Uh. <laughs> And he was still trying to pop shit, too. Yeah, just, he was. Feel you'll rule the day. Make America great again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Well, that's the end of the little finger. 
and he was light on the touch. The <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there was um, fire and ice loving oh, in this geez. episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I have such a problem with incest. Like, I have such a problem. Like, every time it's like Jamie and Cersei and hot. I'm just like, that's so gross. Hot brother on sister action. so gross because now it seems like they almost go to the same barber. Like, they have the same haircut. It's so weird. Hey, listen, back then you just you kept it in the family, you know? That's so, so disgusting. Whatever. I can't even. I can't. I can't. So, like, oh, when. Dude, come on. <laughs> so, when it was like. Um, so when it was revealed that, uh, you know, um, spoilers again, um, Jon Snow is actually a Targaryen. Um, I, and <laughs> it's just like to see his, his butt going up and down. And I was like, oh, come on. She's your aunt, dude. No. Is that her aunt? Yeah. Is that that, aunt? Yeah. Okay, that, okay. That's his aunt. So, okay. So he got, he got with the sexy aunt. Yeah. You know? Um, it's like not even a first cousin. Like, make put some distance, dude. Uh, his aunt is just like I was almost your mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gross. But uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. I mean, it's uh, he wanted it. She wanted it. They're only gonna live another few You're years. You're so anyway. cool about this. It's amazing. Look, I mean. <laughs> Listen, man, it's two, it's 2017. I think we need to drop the labels, well, you man. You are fucking out of your mind. We need that to drop the labels. Like, you know, it's like love is love, you know? <laughs> yeah. So some Targaryen family. All right. Let me let me stop with the uh, with the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I can't. But um, yeah, there was there was that moment. And then, of course, uh, the moment where we were just like. Oh fuck! It's time to start shitting your pants. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know Tormund is at the wall and just being like all Tormundy, <laughs> being like, "I'm gonna fuck myself a giant lady." <laughs> um, <laughs> gonna have giant babies. <laughs> They're gonna be horrible and conquer <laughs> the earth. That was one of my favorite quotes from that dude. Love that guy. Um, he he looks up. <laughs> uh, beyond the wall and he shits his pants because what do we see an undead fucking dragon with blue fire it just and it just cuts through the wall like swiss cheese it's like fuck yo wall <laughs> everybody's just like Run, get the fuck out. yeah and the dragon is just like yep yep this fuck this fuck that fuck a little bit of this you yeah. know and here's a giant hole in your wall. And the, meanwhile, the army of the dead is just looking on like, yeah. We're in your house now, people. You know, make the hole. It's just like, all right. Get the raid cans out. Let's go. Time to start, you know, gentrifying the earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's kind of like this theory floating around that uh, once they start forming a mass, you like you start seeing them in, in mass. Mm-hmm. Um, from a distance, it looks like the Stark sigil. And they're saying that um, there's this theory that Bran Stark is actually the Night King. And through some weird, crazy, time-traveling misadventure, um, some wacky misadventure, he <laughs> actually ends, ends up being the Night King. Holy so, shit. Can um, you imagine that? I think I saw something on Instagram where they had, 
they had shown that like they both have they both wear the same necklace or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So that would be that would be some weird wild stuff. <laughs> yeah. Really, you're doing the Carson? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it was about time. I mean, we hadn't brought up Carson yet, so <laughs> right, you know, nobody is safe. But <laughs> no, none of our kid listeners are going <laughs> to get that one. <laughs> who's, who's Carson? <laughs> He's a talk show host from the uh, what have yous. Um, <laughs> From the days before HD, yeah, <laughs> when we were we would essentially look into fire. Yeah, <laughs> everything looked like it was shot through Vaseline. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. It really did, <laughs> and we loved it. Yeah, it was the penultimate entertainment. But anyway, I think that about wraps her up for for this week's. I think so. I think so. For this week's episode of Robots versus Taxes, only on Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Damn, you just totally like you know. <laughs> just ran into that shit <laughs> and closed the door behind me and I'm just like wait wait only on Radio Free Brooklyn um, well, fine you know who the did we we're. did we do it three times <laughs> no we only did it twice we so I guess twice. we gotta do it one more to make it count right okay yeah yeah I'm Ernesto Mancibo I'm Pablo Morale Martinez and together we are <gasps> Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn yeah Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Yeah, you have yourself a nice day. Song of the week. でしまった。また心の誇りを癒せぬまま風が吹いてる。乾いた瞳で誰かないてくれ。Shiri